Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host Ian. Joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're back finally. I know. I feel like it feels like we we should have been doing this episode like a month ago. I'm pretty sure we were meant to. I think we were, and it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. But we're back, and then today it's finally here. Our 50th, our celebration today, 50th episode. We finally made it to 50. Did you ever, did you think we would make it to 50 episodes when we first started doing this, Nico? Yeah, because 50 is quite an easy number to get to, to be honest. I'm not going <laughs> to Wow. Just, that's it. Well, f- fuck our 50th episode special. Good night, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Like, like, if it's a ton, then you're, like... That's pretty good, but like Not, 50, yeah. Most podcasts, Nico, don't make it to 50 episodes, to be fair. I think really? I read somewhere that most pod- podcasts don't even make it to 10. And so sitting here, that, that, I know you're saying, I know what you're saying. I think it's probably more because, you know, we both were podcasting before Pod of the Damned as well. I think yeah. my, you, I, I think if you were, if this was our first project, then maybe, maybe this might be a slightly bigger deal. But, you know, it's still worth something that's worth noting and celebrating. And just for you guys at home, for our 50th episode, we decided that we weren't going to review any movies today. We're actually going to do a special Q&A session. Over the course of the previous number of weeks, we've been pro- uh, we've been asking you guys across our social medias, Twitter at Damn Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, Pod of the Damned. And we've been asking you to pretty much just send us any questions you'd like to know, whether that's about horror movies, podcasting, things outside of podcasting, our own personal lives, anything at all that you would like to know. And we decided that we would come on here, give you a nice little sort of short episode uh, to, to celebrate us making 50th episodes for you to get to know us a little bit better as well. And then Later in the week, we will release uh, our 51st episode, which is a listener pick, because if you remember in our last episode, we set the question um, of which uh, which werewolf movie people preferred. Was it uh, Dog Soldiers, which was your pick, Nico? Or was it yep. Ginger Snaps, which was my pick? And by the, the slimmest of margins, it was, it was quite close. But the listeners did pick Dog Soldiers, so that's the movie that we're going to kick off uh, spooky season with that's the movie we're gonna kick off our october episodes with um so there you go nico you're happy you won something yeah i won that one and it's one of the ones i normally watch at halloween as well so it's quite weird yeah it's it's in my 31 days i think of movies that i'm gonna watch anyway um which i might need to change out now because my plan was that we were going to do it slightly later in the month and therefore i could make it one of my 31 horror movies to watch but i've already watched it now in preparation for the episode and See, i, don't know I it... haven't you haven't well i've seen it before and i put this way i could do the podcast right this second without watching it that's not well, a that's problem. true but that's true. like i i've listened to the pissed up commentary that's how much i've listened to that yeah, that's, true, that that's true and i'm sure you'll have plenty to say about that when we get to the episode as well so um, so anyways, that's where we're going to start off. Uh, but uh, t- talking about polls, Nico, there is one other poll that I do want to bring up. Yes, what's that? It's the poll where our listeners, they they spoke, Nico, and they decided that I was funnier than you. <laughs> but I still think you voted on it, and I it's like vote. one vote difference. I bet you did. I didn't vote. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one that's got it, so you can prove it. I don't need to prove it. <laughs> I don't need to prove my innocence. I don't need to prove my innocence. That's not how. That's not how our social justice system works, Nico. You need to. Let, let's put it this way. I'll, I'll say this to the viewers, right? If Ian didn't vote, I'm pretty sure it would be a tie. Okay. Well, even if that was the case, then even if, <laughs> even if 
that was the case. That means that the listeners still don't think that you're funnier than me. I never said that I was the funny you one. Did. Somebody else you, did. Listen, I will go back into our previous episodes and I will find I will find the clip of you saying that you think you're funnier than me. No, the reason this happened is because one of the girls thought I was funnier than you. Which you agreed with. Well, I'm not going to say to a pretty girl. <laughs> I, I'm not the funny one, am I? But even though you're not, because I am. Well, I am. Just well, you're, you're not, That's because fine. the listeners decided that I was. Put it this way, if we did an air poll and you did it for a guarantee, it would either be a tie or a win. That's all. Oh, so you want another poll? No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'll settle so for you, you didn't, cheating. It's you fine. didn't like the results of this once-in-a-generation poll? <laughs> <laughs> See, th- this is the thing, right? I'm, I'm fine with the results, even though they're tainted. They're not tainted. Mm. Can can by you genuinely Nico, tell me way, that you Nico, didn't vote? You are aware that you have access to all of our social medias as well. You can run your yeah, but I, won't, I would never vote in something that I'm involved in. That's so fucking egotistical, I think. Oh, <laughs> is this you trying to give me, like, backhand insults? <laughs> are, are you saying you voted on it? Like? I'm not saying I voted on it, no. Those words, <laughs> well. didn't, those words didn't come out of my mouth at all, aren't they? But you're insinuating <laughs> that that's the case. I guarantee you voted. I don't like you. Guarantee! You guarantee! <laughs> I guarantee it. Wow, wow. Anyways, uh, we should probably move on, because I'm pretty sure that the listeners don't want to hear us talk about this for like 45 minutes. But uh, yeah, uh, one more bit of housekeeping before we get into some of the questions that you guys sent us. We now have our very own website. Uh, if you go to, and I'm immediately losing where our website actually is, podofthedam.wixsite.com, uh, you will be able to find us there. There you can listen to our episodes, you can check out our social media feeds, and there is also the home, because as I was saying to you, Nico, just before we came on air, one of the things that I realised over the 50 episodes, that or more than 50 technically, that we've done, is that we didn't actually have a place where our listeners could go and check out our full horror movie leaderboard. Um, obviously, every single episode that we do, uh, I, I post a graphic with, you know, where that a specific movie came and a few episodes above it and a few movies below it. But there wasn't actually yeah. a place where you could go and check out the entire leaderboard. Well, now there is, like I say, podofthedam.wixsite.com and you can check out um, the entire movie leaderboard, everything from Alien right at the very top all the way down to Lost Boys, The Tribe, right at the very bottom. You know, if you're looking for a movie and it's not on that leaderboard, send myself or Nico a message and we will, you know, get it added to our list of movies to cover. We've got a lot planned for October. We're planning on releasing a lot more episodes in October than we've ever released in any other month. So we have a big, big month coming up. The rest of the year is chock-blocked with uh, some fantastic movies and guests. So hopefully, you know, we can have a really cool end to 2022 uh, as well. One final, sorry, I know that I said that was the final piece of housekeeping. There is one final, final piece of housekeeping. Bless Are you, you sure this is the final one? Bless you, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm you. sure this is the final one. I recently, in the last few days as well, announced across our social medias that the second annual Pod of the Damned uh, Horror Awards for 2022 will be making a comeback. Um, obviously, we did those last year uh, and they were a lot of fun to do as well. This year, yeah. we're doing the exact same except we're adding in, I think, I think it's just the one new category that we're adding in, but... 
So basically, our categories for that will be horror movie slash series of the year, best lead performer, best supporting performer, best director, most unexpected success. We're adding in this year best cinematography as well as a category. And of course, we will once again be doing our Horror Hall of Fame. Uh, so please, over the course of October and November, <clears throat> we will be... Uh, opening up the nominations for that and then in the first sort of part of December is where the uh, the voting will take place and we'll do or release an episode because we usually record that episode a couple of weeks in advance before New Year because we usually take sort of Christmas slash New Year time off uh, yeah. but we will release that episode it'll be our final episode of the year it'll be the final episode of 2022 uh, will be our uh Pot of the Damned Horror Awards. So they are going to be opening in the next few days and we'll be posting multiple posts. You'll, we will be bombarding our social media with posts for that over the course of the next two months. So we've got that to look forward to as I well. Still say, I still say we should have sexiest guest host. Sexiest guest host? Yeah. Well, I mean, how many guest hosts, as in guests we've had on the show? Exactly. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how our guest hosts would feel about that. <laughs> I suggested it before, and you said no. So I, I just don't know how our guests would feel about it. To be honest, we we know a lot of sexy people, so I think they would be fine. Well, we should, or we could just have sexiest main host. Oh Jesus! You just want to do a poll between me and you again, do you? I do because I just want to win another <laughs> poll. <laughs> Right, anyways, let's go and do some of these questions that we've been sent. First of all, I'd just like to say a big thank you to everyone who sent us in a question across all of our social media platforms. We really, really appreciate your support. We appreciate your support over the course of the last 49 main episodes and all the minisodes that have gone along with it. Um, we've, we'll do our best, of course, to answer these questions as truthfully and honestly as we possibly can. And, you know, as we get closer to 100 episodes, we'll probably do more of these as time goes on. But um, what I'll start with, we'll start off, Nico, and I'm, I've sent you the list, but I'm not going to do the list in order because I've sort of put it in chronological order of when we received them. And obviously from some guests, we received sort of three or four questions. So yeah. I'm going to spread some of them out a bit, okay? This is where I'll get my answers mixed up now that you've said that. You know, like the, I didn't know this until now, so I'm probably going to say something totally different to the wrong Okay, part. well, fuck that then. We'll just do it in order. No, no. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine, but just be aware I may correct myself. It's fine. Oh, well, it's, it's okay. Well, we'll start off at the very top, okay? Just to keep yeah. things nice and simple. So the first question we got in was from crow.ie on Instagram. What do you guys think is the best horror movie soundtrack, including compilation albums like the Lost Boys. Now I know Nico. Lost Boys is one of, is your favorite movie of all time. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of interested to know what you think about this. We covered Lost Boys quite a while ago, and the soundtrack was definitely something we talked about when we covered it. Yeah, see, I, I would automatically say that is the best one out of all of them because it fits so perfectly with the movie. Mm -hmm. But since Lost Boys was mentioned, I did actually pick something else. Okay, well I've I've given myself like a plethora of answers, so I've gone for things. Because obviously this says including compilation albums, so yeah, I'm going with the assumption that this means music that wasn't created for the movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like actual songs rather than original soundtracks. But I've given answers to both original and non-original. So anyways, you, you give us your answer. So mine, and you're probably going to call me an idiot for this, but uh, Zombieland Double Tap. 
And, and, Fuck off. And, no, honestly, like, <laughs> do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Have you seen the playlist for that movie? Uh, you know what? I haven't. I haven't even seen the movie. Right. They've got everything from Freebird. Like, Three Little Birds is in it, for God's sake. You know what I mean? By Paul yeah, but Marley. is it all it, in it, fitting with the movie? Yes. And that's the scary thing. Like, at the end, at the end, spoilers, by the way, spoilers for Zombieland 2 if you've not seen it yet. Oh, no, uh, whatever will we do? Oh, it's got Master of Puppets. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> <laughs> like, at the very end, it's got I'm Alright with Bill Murray killing zombies. Like, it's just epic. Oh, I'm just having like, a, I'm looking down, I'm looking down the list now. Um, yeah. Let's have a look. What else have we got there? Uh... Oh, they're, they're... oh, Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah. Like, genuinely, it's, it's like... Oh, there's Kenny it's... Loggins on there. That's what I'm saying. That was That's the final one is Kenny Loggins. Wow. That is a good soundtrack. You know what? You know what? I'm still, I'm still going to massively disagree with you, though. The soundtrack's great. The movie's... How's the movie, though? I've not seen it. The movie's... It's it's as good as the first one. It's not better, but it's not worse. Because it's this is the thing. Good. This is the thing, right, where I... The question kind of also has to do with how good the movie is. The Lost Boys is a great film, therefore a lot of the songs are in keeping with the themes of the film and, you know, fit in with a great film. But yeah. The films that I'm about to pick, I think, are also pretty great fucking films and the things. Double Tap's not a great film. Oh, it's a good You could be the though. worst film known to man, but you could pick the best fucking soundtrack known to man. And the worst thing is, the reason that they'll have a shitty movie is because they paid so much for the soundtrack. <laughs> well, talking about paying so much for the soundtrack, that kind of brings us to my answer, because mo- if I remember correctly, and again, this is a movie we've covered, the majority of the money for this movie went on the soundtrack. My my number one pick was American Psycho. See, yeah, but, like, you know all the, so- the songs that are coming up in that, you know what I mean? Because it's in the book. Yeah, so... but that, that's the point, though. <laughs> That doesn't make well, it a I, bad movie. Or it doesn't make the soundtrack bad. I, I I enjoyed the soundtrack of Zombie Lad too, because like half the time when you were hearing it kick in, you're like, fucking hell. That's yeah, a but you can't just no, just because you didn't I weren't aware of what the soundtrack in two thousand when American Psycho came out, I'm pretty sure a lot of the audience hadn't read the book. And a lot of the audience still won't read the book. A lot of people don't like reading books. Nah. I saw the movie before I read the book. Oh, okay. You know, so to, you're talking about... To be about, honest, I think I did too. You're, well, not, there you know, you're talking, you know, hip to be square, you're walking on sunshine, uh, true faith. What else have we got in there? There's Lady in Red, Into Deep by Genesis, Susudio, like, that, come on. No, there's some good songs there, but there's better ones on Zombielante. Yeah, but that's a better movie. Well... American Psycho is a better movie than Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, but in different ways. Okay. Do you, did, you, did you come up with any other answers or anything else that you considered? There was a couple other ones, but I, I just got stuck on Lost Boys and Zombieland too, just kept listening on repeat. See, that's a, sound, that's a good soundtrack when you listen to it on repeat. Well, I came up with two other non-original suggestions, and then I came up with a few original soundtracks just because I wanted to mention them. So my other... I'll go with the original soundtracks first, shall I? So these are obviously not to do with the questions, but for my original soundtracks, I had Halloween, Candyman, Suspiria, The Thing, The Omen, The Exorcist, and The Shining. Yeah. Yeah? So for my non-original ones, though, I also added in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's a good one. And An American Werewolf in London. 
Because I think the soundtrack's right. probably one of the better parts of that film. Yeah, that's obviously true, but... Mm, I would, like, yeah. I, I would rather listen to Zombieland 2 soundtrack than American Werewolf of London. But again, a better film, and, you know, wasn't my number one suggestion anyway. So. Hey, remember, we reviewed that, and... Um, <laughs> didn't age well. Amer- yeah, you know, we did... And actually, because this brings me to... I actually had a question for you, Nico. And Uh-oh. you don't actually have to have a specific answer for this, write this now, it's something that you could think about. But So this is the first time I'm hearing this, so this could be amusing. It's just more just a case of, obviously, you're, you're relatively familiar with the leaderboard. Yes. Is there a movie that we've covered on this leaderboard that you think either we've judged too highly or too harshly, or it's overall... You think there's a movie that doesn't justify the position that it's in? Like, it should be significantly higher or significantly lower. Yeah, Lost Boys should be number one. <laughs> I mean, the Lost Boys is in the top ten. Should still be number one in my opinion. No, I, I disagree with that. But I'm, I'm more, because like, so you're talking about moving a movie from eighth to first, right? Which is not the biggest shit. But I'm talking about potentially, you know, a movie being in like the bottom ten. Or in the top ten, you think should be much, much different. Saying on the that, I have a couple. I did, I did watch uh, Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, and I was pissing myself laughing again. So, so that Scout, could be Scout's Guide currently sits in thirty sixth place. Yeah, but you rated it an eight out of ten. Yeah, I gave it a four. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I still think it's too high. My the suggestions I had. So I think Event Horizon which sits in 24th place, yeah, um, should be a lot higher than that. I think that should be pushing for a top 10 spot, quite honestly. It's a good movie, but it's... Was that not because of the the thingy? The, like, critics? Oh, 100%. Um, Metacritic gave it 3.5. It only got 2. Tw- uh, 28% from the Rotten Tomatoes critics. Yeah, they dragged that right Yeah. Now. See, there's but, a lot of them that are like that with the critics, though. Yeah, no, but this is what I'm saying. That's why, because obviously we try and, we add the critics in and, like, our guests and our listeners to try and give an overall fairness, but that's yeah. potentially, I think, one of the movies that a lot of, a lot of critics, like, they just got it wrong. Yeah. It should See, be that's, that's the way I feel. I think, the way that we scored it, I think Lost Boys should definitely be higher. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Lost Boys is definitely a top, I don't think Lost Boys is the best movie we've ever covered. It's definitely top three, at least. I could say... I mean, I'm looking right. Okay, so there's seven movies currently above Lost Boys, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got The Shining. Yeah, it's good. And I'm... you know I like The Shining. <laughs> well, let's not go there. That's definitely going to come up, by the way, at one point in this episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I would rather watch The Shining than The Lost Boys. No, I'm the other way. Definitely all the way. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. I could probably go with you on that. I think I would rather watch Lost Boys than a Nightmare on Elm Street. And you know I'm Freddy over 90% of the villains out yeah. there, and I still say, yeah, that should definitely be okay. higher. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, I could probably... I mean, I think it would probably depend on what kind of movie I'm wanting to watch, but if you put the two in front of me, I might pick Lost Boys. See? Yeah, like... I don't know, it's just something about Lost Boys is just there for me, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, the, the other ones are The Omen, Reanimator, Halloween, and Alien, and I'm not picking Lost Boys over any of them. So I maybe we could argue to you that it could be a top five movie so far. 
See, like, out of them, what was the ones you said again? Alien Halloween, Reanimator, The Omen. See, the only one out of them lot that I wouldn't say is equal to it is Reanimator. I'd have that slightly lower down, but yeah, it would definitely be in the mix with the rest. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, but I would, I would 100% say I'd rather watch that than any of those ones. Though. So if I just quickly, is there any other movie that we've done, aside from The Lost Boys, that you think got mistreated in its ratings? Nah, not really, because, well, it's both our opinions, but that's one of the ones that it feels like it should have been higher the way we scored it. That's the reason I throw it up. I personally think it's in just about the right spot. And it's a good spot. You know, we're not sitting here saying The Lost Boys is the worst film we've ever reviewed. Lost Boys yeah. The Tribe is the worst film we've actually yeah. reviewed. But The Lost Boys, you know, it's, it's still in a really, really high spot. So it's not like it's... But like the ones we've done, my top three in there would probably be Aliens, Lost Boys, Nightmare on Elm Street. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I can. What would your top three be? Well, I can quickly tell you what your actual like top three are if you're, in terms of ratings. Go for it. So the Omen and the Lost Boys and Tucker and Dale versus Evil are yeah your top three. Good. In three, terms like. of uh, ratings, mines are Halloween, Alien, and Reanimator. So my, uh, oh sorry, uh, no I take that back. Halloween, Alien, and Event Horizon are my top three. Fair enough. So there we go. Anyways, we'll move on. We'll move on. It was just a quick a side note of a question. Uh, we'll move on to this next question, which is from Kate Lamp, who's a big supporter of ours across all of our social media platforms. What is the most scared you have ever been by a horror movie, and your most fun God. childhood memories of horror movies? So what's the most scared you've ever been by a horror movie, Nico? You go first, because you've got to laugh at mine. I mean, I kind of have two. And one of them is a story that I've told many times before. It's about the story of my first ever horror movie when I was six years old. It was actually abroad. I watched it with uh, my family abroad in Spain. And uh, I was six years old. And what like one of the local bars or something had like would have like a movie night where they'd just pull down this projector and they would yeah. play movies. And the movie they were showing that night was Scream. And for some bizarre reason, my parents thought it was a comedy movie. And so okay. they were like, oh, this is fine for my six-year-old child to watch. And let me tell you, no. when I say I was terrified, I was fucking terrified. That's great parenting then. Some fantastic parenting <laughs> there for my mum and dad, absolutely. They, they had to take me back to the hotel room before the end of the movie because i think i think because you know obviously as well the opening the opening scene to scream is probably the scariest one out of the whole fucking film obviously that's the first thing you see and then i was also just terrified by the fucking mask the mask scared me ghost face mask just terrified me and traumatized me for years to come i remember you know a few years later when scream 2 would come out and it would be like on the front of tv guide here in the uk would be ghost face and yeah. I couldn't even look at it. I couldn't even, like, I couldn't. I was absolutely fucking terrified. So that's probably my most scariest. I do have a second one as well. I remember my parents, and I didn't really want to bring this movie up because it's directed by a piece of fucking shit. But um, when my parents first watched Jeepers Creepers, I watched yeah. it with them. And that scared the fucking bejesus out of me. Again, is a movie, I think, I can't remember when that came out, but I think I was probably about 10 or 11. And for some reason, that film just put the shits right fucking up me. I couldn't finish it. I managed to get 
to the part where he reveals his wings. Uh, and that was it. That was it for me. I couldn't watch I it. I loved anymore. that bit as well. And it could it took me a good couple of years before I could revisit that film. Uh, so those two for me, I would say. What about you then? So, so next question. Uh, no no, Nico, come on. What's uh what's what's most scared you? Look, if it's Frank and Weenie, just tell people. Right. So you know how I I don't really get that scared during movies and I've spoke about this before. Uh-huh. Right. So I was about I think it was about twelve. And uh we were at Odeon Cinema, I remember it. And uh it was one of those ones where Where the gym is now. Yes. Yes, okay. I know so, where you are. So uh you used to be able to quite easily go from movie to movie. Not yes. a problem. I remember. So I'd I'd finally started having a few drinks at this point when I was that age. When I was at the cinema. We used to sneak beer in if we could. So I'd been there the whole day and a friend of mine managed to get into where they stored the the beer for the, the like bit in there. And we were helping ourselves to them as we were watching movies. So we thought oh, so you were amazing. dirty little thieves as well. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I was just partaking of what was being taken. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So he, he was basically feeding me beer. And then we're like, oh, what else could we watch? Because it's like fucking, we've got time for one more movie. So I was slightly drunk, 12 years old. And the only time I've actually proper been terrified watching a horror movie, my mates were finding this hysterical, was the leprechaun. Oh, for fuck's sake. You and I that was fucking, fucking leprechaun. I was fucking <laughs> shit at it. I am not joking. I was having nightmares and everything that night. I was fucking terrified of that fucking leprechaun. So, yeah, that was the only movie that I can genuinely say I was scared of. The rest, I've had jump scares and stuff like that, but that one just got embedded in my soul for some reason and just fucking terrified me. It's not even fucking scary. I watched that again recently and I'm like, why was I so fucking scared? Why were you so fucking scared? It's because you were drunk and a child. Probably. Fucking hell. Okay, so what about... Um, cause like, question... Don't get me wrong, back then, 12 years old was quite late for starting to drink in Scotland. So... I mean, I, I, I don't think I... I was later than that when I started drinking. I was a good boy, though. I was a good boy growing up. Yeah, but it was like 10 years between us and there was no internet when I was that age. I mean, the internet wasn't that big a thing when I was that... Well, it was starting to, I suppose. Anyways, anyways, uh, the other part of the question was what's your f- most fun childhood memories of horror movies? I think for me is... Um, I don't have one specific. I just remember, like, every weekend my parents would take me down to Blockbusters and we would rent a horror movie. Yeah. And I just remember every single, like, it was every single weekend, every single Saturday, we'd go down to Blockbusters, we'd rent a horror movie, and we'd get lots of, like, food and snacks in, and I just remember doing that every weekend. That's probably, like, the most fun memory I have. Yeah. That's quite cool. Mine's like is that. when we used to sneak away, like, lunchtime and watch bits of horror movies constantly. You sure you, and you, it, you used to sneak away and watch horror movies? You didn't sneak away and watch porn? No, we, we were primary kids. We were fucking... We'd literally raid my mate Charles's, like, horror Hello movie. Charles, if you're, watch, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, so we, we would all <laughs> pile into his him right in it. <laughs> well, we're all kids at the time. We were all, it was when we were at primary school, so his house was right next to basically there, and his mum and dad. Like, but then you'd have to keep your house when you were at primary school, you know what I mean? So 
we used to sneak into his house and just watch these sit in front of the TV and just, ah, uh, it was brilliant. Back then, you oh, even used to lock your fucking doors anyway. I stayed in Maastricht, you did. Oh, fair. <laughs> anyways, anyways, okay. We'll move on to the next one. This is from uh, Mantha, who's a good friend of mine, especially a big supporter of me doing my streams and, of course, the podcast as well. She asks, what made you guys decide to do a podcast and why horror movies as the subject? Um, I guess since I started the podcasts, I should probably go yeah. first. So, um, obviously, Pod of the Damned isn't my first podcast project. In fact, it's now my sixth, I think, in total. Um, the first podcast I did was called Behind the Screams, and that was also a horror podcast. So, we, I think I started at about, I think it was 2019 it was not long before the pandemic. It was definitely before the pandemic, yeah. It was before the pandemic. So, um, And I, I, I guess I chose horror movies because horror for me has probably been the one thing in my life that has been cons- I've consistently been a fan of and participated in and watched since I was a child. You know, I told that story about how I was six years old watching my first horror movie. But I watched horror ever, ever since then, right up until now. Everything else that I've ever done, everything else that I've ever covered on podcasts you know have uh you know are things that i've come and come and gone through whether that's gaming whether that's you know any other sort of topic you know the other podcasts that i have done have been you know think i've done a podcast about the simpsons you remember me and nico we briefly flirted with a wrestling podcast um you know i've done i've sort of flirted with doing you know lifestyle podcasts and things like that but you know, horror is sort of the one thing for me that I've always, always sort of had an interest in and, and participated in and watched. So I, I, I thought, you know, maybe there might be some people out there that want to hear what's going on rattling about in my brain about horror yeah. podcasts. And it turns out, you know, there was. And, you know, uh, the first podcast, you know, Behind the Screams did, did relatively well for itself. And, you know, now we're here doing Pod of the Damned, which is also doing relatively well for itself. So, you know, there's obviously people out there that are interested in what we've got to say about this shit. Mm. about you nico when i because i remember you know you started off on the old on behind the screams sort of just doing an odd episode here and an odd episode there um, yeah and then you became sort of a well you became a sort of regular on that one doing the non-horror episodes didn't you yeah that, uh, that yeah and I, then that... and then obviously when we started off pod of the damned you you came on board sort of full time so what 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 was it for you that made you want to do this well, I'd been asked a couple of times because a few of my friends have done podcasts, and I was with my friends back then, when the, before the pandemic as well. So I was about four or five years that we're all doing different types of podcasts, and they were all asking me to be on. I think you were the only one. I think you were the last one to actually ask me to be on one. And then I finally caved, and I'm like, "I'm fuck it, I will. I'll do one." And I thought. It's either going to be on wrestling or horror. Mm-hmm. And that night that I was thinking about which one it was, it had, what was the movie again? It was a horror movie that was on, and it was one of the cheesy Hammer horror ones. I think it was the Brides of Dracula one that was on. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it on horror. And the rest so is it, history. Pretty much. So it, it, it was basically... It, I could have easily been on a wrestling one instead. <laughs> well, like, like I said there as well, we did sort of, we only did flirt with doing a wrestling podcast at one point. Yeah. It, was, it was called the High Flying Wrestling Show. I think the problem yeah. for us with that was is just how Keep much... Keep it up to date. How much time it 
takes to watch all the relative wrestle the relevant wrestling in a specific week because yeah. the problem you know when we do this realistically you know if i know we've been kind of a bit sketchy with our scheduling over the past sort of few months but realistically we just need to watch one horror movie a week yeah whereas too possibly. you know two max which you know you're talking anywhere between sort of three and five hours worth of viewing right depending yeah, obviously on the length of the film could be a little bit longer could be a little bit less um but when it came to wrestling you know we were having to watch monday night raw which is three hours smackdown which was two hours we were having to watch dynamite which was two hours you know we were having to watch nxt which was two hours we're having to watch you know if we're really wanting to you know impact and and other things as well like we're talking 13 14 hours worth of content ring of honor was on the go there as well ring of honor yeah as well you know so you're talking at least 10 to 20 hours worth of content as well and that was on top of us doing pod of the damned at the time as well and on top of us both having full-time jobs and i think it just became it didn't it was just wasn't manageable for us was it no not at all and that was that's only that's also weeks in which there wasn't a pay-per-view yeah because then if there was a pay-per-view then you had like another five hours to add on top of that all right because the thing about it was as well You'd asked me that day, and it was like, it was just weird timing that you'd asked me to be on your one at the same time as there being a movie I actually wanted to watch that night. So I think yeah. it was just perfect timing. Yeah, the worlds collided. Because uh, put it this way, I don't think I would have been happy doing the wrestling one that my mate did all the time. Because it got very like bitchy between them and they all, like, that one caved now, put it that way. Which is funny, because ours is... We're incredibly bitchy to each other. I know, but no, they got bitchy behind the scenes to each uh, other and everything. It was it was really, really bad. Fair enough. Well, we're behind the scenes. We're only sometimes bitchy to each other. No, we, I saw you on Sunday. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, right. <laughs> uh, we shall move on then. So the next question is from MCM on Instagram. What's your favourite horror slash thriller films from the 2000s to 2019? So essentially the last two decades. Um, I actually find this one a bit tricky because some of the films that I wanted to add, I wasn't, I probably maybe should have followed up because I wasn't sure if you meant horror or thrillers or thriller horrors. Yeah. So I've kind of given, again, I've came up with a list of like multiple answers. uh, So like, I I liked everything from Cabin in the Woods right through to basically stuff like Ready or Not. There was so much on that list that I wanted to actually speak about, but I think that's the two I'll go for because it's at the start and the end of that period, well, you know what I mean? The Cabin in the Woods is on my list. Um, uh, I, I came up with like a list of ten. Just like Yeah, I, I shortened it to the, those two. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what your ten are. So, well, I the Cabin in the Woods, Ready or Not is definitely what I considered, but here's some of the other ones I thought about was um, The Descent. Yeah. Uh, I put Saw on that list, because I still think Saw is one of the most important horror films of... Oh, that wasn't on there for me. I still think it's... I think Saw is one of the most important horror films of this century so far. Yeah, I never thought about that either. It's the worst um, I put American Psycho on the list as well, because that's right at the turn of the century. Yeah, um, I, I, was, I had that on mine too. <laughs> I put Let the Right One In, which is the uh, the obviously Swedish vampire movie, because I think uh, that's also can sort of fit into that thriller bracket as oh, well. I, n- I never put any foreign films on, I feel like. Well, speaking about foreign, I also put Martyrs in. 
Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, I put Don't Breathe in there. Nico has no opinion on that. I didn't hear you. You broke up. Oh, I, I, I put I put Don't Breathe <laughs> and You're Next on the list. Oh, okay, because all I heard was Don't, and I thought you were making a Simpsons reference. <laughs> um, I also uh, put Autopsy of Jane Doe because I actually think that's a really good film. I really, it's a film yeah, I really, really enjoy. It's a film I really, really enjoy. Uh, I put Evil Dead because I wanted a remake on there as well, and for. I think that's one of the greatest films again of this century, and I put Hereditary on the list as well. Oh, those two were on my list too. So, yeah, there you go. We've got we've got quite a few of them then. But yeah, out of all of those ones, the two I picked was just one, the start and the end, which yeah. was Carbon in the Woods and Ready or Not, because I I really really loved the concept of both those movies. Yeah, and do you not just think though, and it's something that we have talked about before, um, this. Obviously, this is from 2000 to 2019, but we're talking, you know, I'm talking right up until today. The past sort of, I'd say, 20 years has been possibly the best era of horror films that we're likely to ever see. Yeah, there's a lot better ones come out, and it's a lot more budgets been thrown at them as well. You know, because, well, you know, you well, it's a question that we've asked across our socials, that a lot of other podcasts will ask across our socials. It's the debate that will live on of, you know, when is... What is the true sort of golden era of horror? And a lot of people out there, and they can abs- they will absolutely be able to justify their choice with uh, with specific examples. Will tell you that it's the eighties. The eighties yeah. was the golden era for horror. I don't get me wrong. There's tons of fucking great horror films that I think comes out in the eighties. I don't think the eighties yeah. is even close to being the best decade for horror. Mm, for me, there there swings around. I'll agree with you about what your choice is, right? I'll agree that. The past two decades have been really, really good. But the 80s can give it a run for their money, I would say. I, I, I disagree. And don't get me wrong, it, this isn't to say that I don't think the 80s has some great horror films, because the 80s absolutely has some of the best horror films of all time, right? So here's the thing, you're saying 80s, right? So what would you pick, not is or, like, now? As in, sorry, say that again. Say that again? So, because... Because we spoke about a decade, right? Mm-hmm. The 80s. You're, oh, so you're so, asking if I'm picking like 2000 to 2009 or 2010 to 2019? Yeah. I'd probably pick 2010 to 2019. Yes. I genuinely I think this last sort of 10 years. And we can add 2020, 2021 and 2022 into this as well because I think, yeah. I really think we are going through the best period of horror. But I also think that the 70s was a better decade for horror. I also think that the 1920s was a better decade for horror than the 1980s as well. No, See, I would say it's between the, the 80s and now. I would if say the looked, 90s is the like, I will always argue this for the 1970s because everyone goes on about the 80s. The 80s, the 80s, the 80s, the 80s, right? But yeah. the 70s, you have Halloween, you have alien you have the omen you have the texas chainsaw massacre you know you have some of these some of the most influential horror films of all time and they are all from the 1970s yeah but those were pushing the barriers which made the 80s possible so i i, I get what you mean but i think 80s definitely perfected it over the 70s i mean if I don't think like, they did. Though. Like you I said, think... perfect example is right, you saying Alien. They Alien is an amazing movie. I love Alien. But Aliens is a hell of a lot better. I personally I think growing up, and it's a movie that we will be covering shortly, um, 
I preferred aliens growing up. But now, see, now I'm adult. I prefer alien. But l let me. I'll give you some other examples then. The Exorcist, Jaws, Dawn of the Dead, The Wicker Man, Kari, fucking Suspiria, like. And this is just scratching the surface of some of these movies that were coming out in the 1970s. Oh yeah, but I still think the, the Hills Have Eyes, Black Christmas, Salem's Lot. You're you're saying a lot of movies I like, but <laughs> um, like... the the Last House on the Left, Phantasm, Rabbit, Piranha, The Crazies, but. Like, right, I won't go straight there because, you know, the definition of an 80s horror movie is The Lost Boys. So I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not even going there, right? But 80s, you had, like, Hellraiser was in there. No, 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 listen, listen. I'm not disagreeing that 80s, Hellraiser, uh, absolutely fantastic choice. We've covered a lot of great 80s horror movies. There's a lot of yeah. great 80s horror movies we haven't covered yet. You know, we were talking about, you know, Aliens. Reanimator was from the 80s. Nightmare on Elm Street, The Lost Boys, Near Dark. There's another one that we've discovered, that talked about before. Gremlins, Child's Play, American yeah. Werewolf in London. These are all ones that just that we have done, not even the ones yeah. that we haven't covered yet. I'm not saying but, that the 80s wasn't a great decade for horror. I just yeah. think the 70s was fundamentally better. And, you know, looking at that list of movies that I've just... You can't argue that the 70s isn't right fucking up there. Like, no, no, listen, listen, like a lot of it can come down a lot of it can come down to personal preference and if you personally yeah. prefer the 80s horror movies then that is your prerogative and you are absolutely yeah. entitled to that See, opinion but the 70s is the 70s one of good but the 80s the thing that gets me is there's so much like the special so... effects got better and everything that yeah. it was it was stuff that just got like they took what they'd learned in the 70s and just made it all work a lot of the 70s but stuff, you can't argue but you say you, that you say that but you can't argue that alien didn't work alien is one no, of the finest I mean pieces of cinema his, like cinema masterpiece it's top of our fucking leaderboard for movies right? in our leaderboard are 70s movies i but let me finish right what i'm meaning by that is you've got the exceptions that prove the rule right so take away a couple of them but Ones like we're not Te just talking Texas about Chainsaw. a couple, though, here, are we? No, but this is what I'm saying. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre pushed the envelope, so that's why that's fondly remembered that way. You can't compare that to, like, say, Children of the Corps, which terrifies the shit out of some people. And it's... it's they, they took bits of 70s movies and combined it, found out what worked, and made it work even better in the 80s. That's what I mean. Mm. I, I Personally, I disagree with you. I think the fact that we're not just talking about one or two films here. See, if we were just talking about a couple of films that really pushed the envelope, that really saw advances being made, then, yeah, fine, I would agree with your opinion. But, you know, I've just listed off to you, what, 20 movies? And that's still, yeah, not, but... that's still not a definitive list of movies that we're talking about. So you're talking about there at least a couple of films every single year as well that you can say that has absolutely pushed the envelope in terms of what horror has been doing. But and what I, mean I think that's well. what makes the 70s. And listen, I don't even I still don't think that the 70s is the greatest decade for horror because I think that's the decade that we're currently in right now. I I agree. I think from 2010 till 2019 was better. But what I think is basically like the 80s stuff, they perfected horror comedy with stuff like Beetlejuice. You know what I mean? And they tried that so I'm many times. I'm not denying was, that at all. You're absolutely right. Shit. It is dead perfect horror comedy. But yeah. the, I think that's 
all they perfected. Because I don't think they perfected the slasher film, because apart from maybe... Apart from maybe Dream Warriors, all these slasher franchises from Elm Street and Halloween and TCM and everything else, maybe you could put Hellraiser as an exception in there as well, but they all were producing uh, inferior sequels to their 1970s originals. But you've got you like can't tell the... me that any Halloween movie after the first one was better than the original from 78. With the exception of Aliens, which is one that's very, very, very much up for debate, you can't tell me that anything else prior to that is better than Alien. You can't tell me that there's any Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that's better than 74 version. No, but I, that's the thing. But I'm saying, I wasn't meaning those ones because, well... Oh, so you were just meaning the ones that fit your narrative, Nick. <laughs> no, it's all your picking ones that fit your narrative. But they... The thing about it is, you still had stuff that was true enough, fucking you'll disagree with it, but Friday the 13th, there was some pretty good ones in there that were slashers, and yeah, the, don't get me wrong, was. There, there was a lot of them that were fucking gosh. There was a lot. Anyways, we're spending way too long on this one question. <laughs> We've still got quite a lot to get. I'm sat in the, here wor- before... the worst thing is, we agree about the same fucking decade. I'm sitting here saying to Nico before we came on air being like ah we'll only take about half an hour we're already at 45 fucking minutes and I think we've only done four questions <laughs> um, just bear that in mind Nico so we're talking about that obviously we're a few years into this decade we're a few years now into the 20s the 2020s is horror how do you think this yeah. decade's going so far it's going well so far I've, there's a lot that's been pretty good this time round but it's going to have to really go some if it's beaten the decade before it I think I think we've already had a great year. I think this decade's going really well. I think you're right. It's going to have to really go some. It's going to have to go hard over the next sort of six, seven years. I think yeah. it started off in the right vein, though. I think it started off well. There's a lot of good shit been happening. Yeah. Um, we'll move on. This is an episode from... Uh, this is a question from Candy, and this is one that's maybe a bit... This is definitely a much more personal question. Have you ever, guys... Yeah. Have you ever been judged for or had your mental health issues used against you? Obviously, one of the things that um, we promote here on Pod of the Damned, and I also promote across my, my sort of streaming platforms as well, is, you know, positive mental health and, you know, the ability for people to reach out and get help for their mental health. I, myself, am someone who does suffer from depression. Um, it's partly the reason why our streaming schedule has been so sketchy over the past few months is because you know i've been sort of fighting my own little battles as well and you know nico i know it's something that's very close to you too um i i think we're we're both lucky in that you know we we kind of in terms of this podcast that me and you we kind of have each other sort of to lean on for support um you know a lot of people who are out there a lot of people podcast solo a lot of people don't podcast with friends a lot of people podcast with people who they've met online um and whilst you know we've we've definitely met a lot of great podcasting friends online and candy who asked the question is definitely one of them um sometimes i think that can maybe be a little bit of an issue it can raise issues as well when it comes to sort of mental health it's maybe somewhat because you don't know them so personally you know, it's maybe something you think you can't approach people with with issues and things like that. You know, yeah. You know, there's been you know whenever I'm I'm really struggling. You know, I'll you know Nico, I'll I'll say to you, I'll be like, I'm not recording this week. I feel like shit, um, or, or or and vice versa. Um, yeah. You know, and it's not really something that I've been I've noticed a lot since we started Pod of the Damned. Anyway, um, that i've actually had a lot of sort of negative feedback for it. it's definitely something i got a lot of negative feedback for when i was doing behind the screens yeah i noticed you seem calmer and happier with this one than you did with the last one um obviously we're not gonna 
you know, I'm not naming names or anything, but for for the people in the know, um, will will know, you know, sort of what's being talked about here. But you know, my my mental health was was very much used against me, um, uh, whilst whilst doing behind the screens. You know, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a fun time for me at all. To the point where you know, and this, I'm I'm sorry if this triggers any of our listeners or anything like that. But to the point where you know, I was really sort of seriously considering just fucking ending it all. And you know, and even that got used against me as well. You know, um, so yeah, yeah, that's definitely. I remember that. Um, so that's definitely some, one of the it's one of the reasons why that podcast ended. It's the main reason, pretty much, why that podcast ended. Um, so yeah, like it's something. It's something that I've I've felt a lot more comfortable about, comfortable with, and about since doing Pod of the Damned, especially since over some of the other podcast projects. Yeah, that's the thing that I. I felt the last podcast that we were doing, there was a lot of double standards being thrown about. I didn't like that a lot. Yeah, that's it. And you know, you and can't... it doesn't feel like there's any of that in this one. No, and and you know, it's definitely something that we tried. Like, 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 obviously, I said there, Nico. You know, I say to you, you know, oh, I can't record this weekend because of X, Y, and Z reason. You say to me, I can't record this weekend because I... that's it. That's fine. There's, there's no yeah. double standards. You know, we both know exactly how things are going to run. You know, if we have, you know, if what happens if we can't make it like we know and you know neither one of us really put any we don't put pressure on each other to make sure that we're you know available we you know we we record when we can record other things take priority if, don't get me wrong we love podcasts and we want to try and be as regular and you know as on a schedule for our listeners as we can but you know real life is more is more important yeah you know we have we have jobs we have families we have friends that we we have to and and, and they have to take priority so yeah, like that's the thing. There's there's no pressure whatsoever on needing to do the podcast there and then. Like there was with the last one, but when you were doing it last time, there was pressure on you, and it felt like you were letting everybody down when you weren't doing it. Yeah, that that was that was essentially it. And yeah. and and every time you know I wasn't able to do something, I I, I very much was made to feel like I'd let people down. So um, and then there was a lot of when other folk couldn't do it. There was like, oh, well, that's fine then. Yeah. And it's like, that wasn't exactly fair on yourself or like in the situation. Yeah. And, so, you know, and yeah. obviously, like, you know, me and Nico, we're friends here, but this isn't really something that I have discussed with you a very lot. So this isn't, yeah. you know, I, like, I don't want anyone who's to, th- to think, you know, like I've been feeding you information because that's not, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Like, uh, this is something that. I've really only talked with with a couple of people about and and you know so this is not something that's you know very common knowledge about the old show. Yeah. Anyways, we shall move on because um, I'm trying to fire through. We shall move on to um, something a bit more happy, perhaps. This is from we've got a couple of a few questions here, in fact, from Alaska Girl eighty eight. Uh, first well, up, let's do the one that I want to know. Okay, go on. Then. The best movie theater experience. What's yours? Best movie theater experience. So, this is from our friends over at uh, Podcast in the Woods, um, and it's it's maybe one that's going to shock people because growing up, and I know you you've talked about this a lot, Nico, about you know when you used to sort of sneak in to see films and that. And that's just something that I never really did growing up, and really? so therefore. I didn't get to see a lot of horror movies in the cinema. And not only that, like, when we were growing up, you know, so I would only ever go to the cinema really when we would actually go to the cinema, if that makes sense. Yeah. And 
I, I grew up in a, I, you know, my family was, was pretty poor growing up. So the cinema was not something that happened very often. So it's maybe going to surprise people. Um, I'm going to say my favorite movie theater experience is when I went to see Halloween 2018. And it's more just because, uh, and I'm not going to enter, everyone knows the love I have for that franchise. It's more because that's the first Halloween movie I saw in the cinema. Yeah. You know, and I remember, obviously, it just being, you know, a few years ago, but I remember just being so giddy in the cinema. Like, I was beyond excited. You know, you know, you know how you get all those people and who get so excited about the latest Marvel movie or the latest fucking Star Wars movie or, you know, anything like that, right? That was I'm me. I'm one of those with Star Wars, you know? Yes, you, are, you know, that was me in 2018 with Halloween. Yeah. You know, and and so that'll that'll be, and it wasn't a, there wasn't anything particularly special about that movie experience. Went to the cinema, convinced my my girlfriend at the time didn't want to come because she doesn't really like Halloween. So I tricked her by telling her we were going to go see Venom. <laughs> and so she got really pissed with me when Halloween came up on the screen. But aside from that, it was just a regular cinema experience. But because it was the first Halloween film I got to see in the cinema, it's it's my favorite. Cool. What about you? Uh, mine was going to see Fright Night. It was a re-release. And oh. uh, it was... I think I was about 18, 19. And my friend... It wasn't my girlfriend. She was female. But uh, my friend Just said... Just friend who like, was a girl. Yeah. It, it was the one I was always accused of shagging. I never did. But yeah, uh, I'm not saying names. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She listened. Uh, so <laughs> we, we, uh, we went to the cinema and uh, we, we saw a heap of our mates there and uh, they were going to see something shite. And I mean, absolutely fucking shite. I can't even remember what it was. It's like Spice Girls or some shit like that. You know, it was an uh, uh, absolutely gosh film. And we we're like, oh, we're, we're going to watch the, the redo of like, Fright Night. And they're like, why would you go see a, a shitty 80s movie, especially a horror movie? And she fucking let rip. Like, mm. I'm, I'd never seen anyone let rip like that properly before into them saying fucking like, heaps of shit. And then uh, we went in and we were just like little kids. It was just so fun. It's the only way of describing it. Like, there was, there was nothing there and it was just, it was great. It was one of those switch your brain off and just have fun. Well, there you go. There you go. So we're, that's probably surprising then for both of us. I think a lot of people will probably have thought we'd have picked something more from our childhood. Well, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much from a childhood. Yeah, but, yeah, but, it, you, but you know what I'm saying. You know, it was, yeah. A first time viewing, I meant, sort of like, uh, you know, you're talking about a re-release there of, of, of Fright Night, you know. Yeah. Many people will have thought it was the time you went to see The Lost Boys. Yeah, see, I've seen that in the cinema as well, and no, it wouldn't even compare to that time. There you go. Like, okay. some, sometimes you have great times at the cinema when it's an absolutely gosh film, because, what was it we saw again? It was an air re-release, and it was something that I hadn't seen, and I remember we were chucking popcorn at each other and just having shits and giggles, because we had the whole cinema ourselves, because we, we couldn't be arsed with the movie. Fair enough. Right, this is where I'm going to start jumping about a little bit, because there's a couple of questions here I think we could probably drive through relatively quickly. Uh, again, from Pod in the Woods, favourite drink? Now, I've got an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic one here, Nico, but I'll let you go first if you like. I've just got an alcoholic one. Uh, like, <laughs> I 
pirate zombie. Wow, okay. Do you want, first, for those who don't know what that is. It's a zombie with absinthe in the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. And for those who don't know what a zombie is? Uh, it's all the, like, rums. It's, like, different types of rum with juice. And it's, it's a very nice cocktail. And then you add absinthe to it. It's a fucking nicer cocktail. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, I've, for my alcoholic one, every, uh, you know, Nico, I'm a big fan of a dark rum. I'm also a fan yeah. of a bourbon as well. So I, for a dark rum, right now, my go-to dark rum of choice is a Kraken, which might sound basic it's a nice fuck, one. But Kraken, I think, is a really nice, sweet dark rum. You get a coffee one of those now as well, but I'm not such a big fan I of that. I have it in my own drinks cabinet. I'm not a big fan of the coffee one. I'm really not. Um, I do like a Buffalo Trace Kentucky bourbon as well. That's nice. And it's a I'm a wild turkey, man. It's a relatively reasonably priced bourbon as well, so... Uh, non-alcoholic drink, Nico, we're Scottish, it's Iron Brew. Non-alcoholic? Yeah. I'd probably go Vimpto. Oh, fair enough. Okay, or, um, moving on. Do you know on. what I would actually go for? I would I would go for ev- what every single fucking person that's ever worked in the bar trade has ever done. A muddy puddle. A muddy puddle, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now, how do you make your muddy puddles? We don't make muddy puddles. Come on, you, every fucking cunt that's ever had that optic gun in fresh orange has made a muddy puddle. We call them venoms, Nico. <laughs> no, but you know when you're on shift and you don't have to drink out and they're like, ah, help yourself with the juices. It's the orange juice with the coke in it, with the fucking lemonade, with basically every single one of the squishies in it. Yeah, I, I don't drink muddy puddles. You, you must have had one before. I don't think I've ever made a muddy puddle. Oh, shocking. Do I, I'll make one tomorrow night just for you. See, the person that we said earlier when we were talking that said get your arse in gear. Yes. She makes brilliant muddy puddles. Oh, does she? <laughs> oh, okay, I'll be sure to bring that up with her. Uh, speaking of her, she is the uh, the next question that we're going to ask because she's oh, probably she... been listening to an hour of this episode being like, when the fuck are you going to get to my question? Um, <laughs> so a good friend of mine and Nico's Carrie has asked, if you could be any horror villain, who would you be? And oh, easy. Oh, oh, go on then. Freddy, dude, I would love to invade. I would love to give nightmares to the cunts I hated. So you'd love to be a paedophile, is what you're saying? Ah, see, in the first one, he's not a pedo. He's just a child killer. But in the rest of him, he's a pedo. Well, also, you'd love to be a child killer. <laughs> d- d- no, but like, it just for the powers alone, it just just for his powers. Brains, like, yeah. I struggled with this one. I was like, well, who would I like to be? Because obviously people know that Michael Myers is my, my horror idol, but I don't think I'd like to be Michael Myers. And yeah. so I decided to go with the one that gets... that. I, so basically, I've said Pinhead, right? <laughs> because he's like the sexy one, right? No, there's definitely one with tits that's the sexy one. <laughs> no, I didn't mean like he's the sexy one, but he's the one that like... Gets his he he gets his end. Pinhead pulls. Is is it because he's got a bald head? I mean that also fits into it as well. <laughs> but Pinhead pulls. You can't tell me Pinhead doesn't pull. He's literally well, like the demon bit. of pain and pleasure. I can get down. I can. Get, I'm, I'm down for that. So you're an S and M is what you're trying to tell up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I'd be Pinhead. Hey, I've been a switch a couple of times. I'm fine with I that. I bet shit. you fucking have, you dirty bastard. 
But and... no, I, I, I would genuinely love to invade the nightmares of cunts I hated. Could you imagine that? They'd never fucking, they'd never sleep because I would be a sadistic fucking cunt. That doesn't sound like you at all, Nico. Yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on. Uh. Favorite. Same with. Same with. Oh, quick. Go back to that. Same with. If you could invade people's nightmares, you could do other things as well. Oh. Okay. Right. Next question <laughs> from Alaska Girl eighty eight. Favorite final guy. Oh, it's easy. Go on, then. Ash. Ash. Ash is on yeah. my list. I I came up with a few. I I came up with a few. Anybody else is wrong. It's just Ash. It's just Ash. Yeah, just Ash is the best. Okay, well, I, I came up with five potential others. Okay, Ash is, no Ash is top of my yeah. list, but yeah. I, I don't want you to say they're better or worse, because Ash is top of my list as well. But just yeah. if you think they're legitimate, good final well, guys. Okay, well, Casey was the other one that I had. Casey? Yeah. From? From Have a Guess. I can't remember. It's not on my list. Casey didn't make your list. No. After saving the whole fucking world from those aliens coming in the back door, Casey never made your list. That's nope. shocking. Well, tough. Uh, so I also had uh, Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yeah. I had Brody from Jaws. That's alright. Uh, McCready from The Thing. Oh, that, that never made my list, but he could. Oh, could he, could he topple Ash? No. Okay. Uh, and a couple of more surprising ones. I had Fool from People Under the Stairs. Ah, that's a cute one. Uh, and one that's going to give away our next episode topic. I had Cooper from Dog Soldiers. Yeah, Cooper's alright. Cooper's alright, okay. Uh, so there you but go. No, no, genuinely my top two was The Faculty and <laughs> Evil Dead. Fair enough, because... fair enough. Because I think them too. Because I I still love that final scene where all the beasties are going at him. Yeah, that's true. That's a good final scene. We talked about that when we covered it. Yeah. Uh, okay, also from Alaska Girl 88, what classic horror, horror movie would you like to see updated and why? I picked two here because I wanted to pick ones that weren't traditional. I didn't want to pick anything Dracula or Frankenstein or anything like that. So I want to be slightly different. So I've picked The Devil Rides Out and The Shadow of the Cat. Ooh, quite cool. What about you? Uh, do, do you know it's? I know this sounds bad, but like, uh, Bride of Dracula probably just because it's so fucked up. <laughs> well, like, we all know why you want to fucking that get updated. Who do you have? Who would you have portray your Brides of Dracula? Well, no, but it's such a fucked up. Like, I don't know, but. You could, we definitely fucking, you could definitely get a few fucking cool folk in that. I, I bet you could. I bet you've got a few people in your brain there. Uh, anyways, we're going to keep mudding on. We've only got one, two, three. We've got like six or seven questions left to go. We're going to try and get through a couple of these ones relatively quickly. Um, Again, from Podcast in the Woods. Why is the new Texas Chainsaw movie actually fun? Here's my answer. It wasn't. See... It's one of those ones. You watch it once, and it's it's actually all right. We no. watch it once, and then see how he watched it. No, it's fucking gosh, it's horrendous. Yeah, like it... I I liked watching it once. That I, I will openly say the first time I watched it, I liked it, and I'm like, well, I liked that. I'm trying to remember why I like it though. Watched it again. Fuck no. No, it's it's actually awful, and actually yeah. it gets. I kind of agree with you. It gets worse on every rewatch. 
Yeah. Because there's things... It's one of those movies, like, there's things... And it's usually... This is usually a positive of a film. It's when there's things that you notice... Yes. ...that you don't see on a first rewatch. Unfortunately for TCM, the things you notice are absolutely horrendous. Do you... Did you know... I, I didn't even notice this on, like, my second rewatch. The fucking scene where he leaps out the water like a fucking dolphin. Yeah. Like, that what is the fuck weird. is that all about? Like, it's, it's actually horrendous. Do not watch it. No, I'll say watch it once, but then don't taint it by rewatching it. Don't taint it because if if you liked it, it if you liked it, you'll hate it the second time round. Because I genuinely, I'm not gonna lie, I did like it the first time I watched it, but I couldn't remember why. And then when I watched it the second time, it was just fucking horrid. Okay. Uh, moving on, also from podcast in the woods, what is the most fun you've ever had recording? Um, I, I think for me. In terms of what we've been doing, Nico, the most fun I've ever had recording is when we've done when we did right back in those early days when we did Doctor Sleep and the remake of Child's Play, just oh, because geez. we had that we we so intensely had those debates. I uh, so like we were polarized opposites. Yeah. See, mine's like... isn't even that. Mine's. Do you know what mine's was? What? Mine's was that one where both of us had our cuts squealing in the background, and, like <laughs> we could hear each other, and we were I just thought. To each other. Yeah, it was just fucking hysterical. That was just like, like you're like, this is going to be a nightmare edit. And I'm like, I know, it's, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. And I was just fucking broken most yeah, of the that time. Yeah, that was fun laughing. as well. I did enjoy that. Right, next, keeping, keeping, keeping things moving. Um, I don't actually have an answer for this because we've never really talked about this, but let's have a quick discussion. Is there a movie you haven't covered yet that we totally disagree on? And the reason I don't have an answer for this yet is because I simply don't know. Yeah, because, like, we talked, like, this is the thing. When you did the podcast yourself and I wasn't on it, we talked more about movies then, horror movies, and our opinions on it, and if we agreed or disagreed then, than we do when we're doing it now. Because just now, you guys hear it when we hear it. Well, that's it. So, yeah, because 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 we weren't covering the movies together at that point. We were having proper discussions about that, and we're obviously we have proper discussions about the movies that we cover. But that's all that we have proper discussions about now. Yeah, like whereas before we were talking about movies that we weren't covering together. But now, obviously, because of our schedule, we have to just do the movies that we're covering. Yeah, I don't know the, if there's anything. The reason for that is basically. We tend not to tell each other if we like something or dislike something unless it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, I would agree with that. Unless, you know, so, like at the earliest, we'll talk about a movie, what, about a week before we actually record it? Yeah. And, you know, we might give each other a little glimpse at that point about whether we like the movie or not. Um, but we rarely go into detail at that early stage because we do like to keep our opinions relatively fresh to each other. Yeah. For the actual episode recording. So what you're hearing is sometimes often the first time that we've ever talked about a movie that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And so, I think that works better because sometimes we're both surprised about how somebody feels about a movie. It's well, quite I think that works better for us as well because, you know, yes, we can maybe then prepare answers to each other. But I think that takes a little bit of the fun out of it. I also would think that takes a little bit of the funniness out of out of it as well because sometimes and you'll know this the cell sometimes the funniest things you're heal you're you will hear or say or do is sometimes the things that are just completely off the cuff not prepared at all 
And whilst yeah. I obviously we obviously prepare for our episodes, and I'm I'm not one of these podcasters who sits and you know painstakingly prepares hours and hours of worth of fucking notes and food and what i want to say and what i don't want to say if i forget to say something well then shit i've forgotten to say something and if i remember to say it then great i've remembered to say it whilst i'm the total opposite i'm the total professional i'm there for like four <laughs> hours before her <laughs> yeah Nico's the man who just literally appears chats his shit and then fucks off again i i literally come on this and go that was fun enjoy editing bye yeah, that's essentially it. I'm the one who does all the editing. I do all the social media. That's fine. But I'm the funny one, so I do all the jokes. Well, not according to the listeners, Nico. <sighs> so there's very little you're bringing to the table at this point. Anyways, um, back to, to uh, Alaska Girl. Uh, pros and cons of practical and CGI special effects. I think I can speak for both of us when I say we're both big, big advocates here of practical effects. CGI, of yeah. course, has its place. But yeah. for me, the problems you have with CGI is it simply it, unless you get it spot on, it looks naff from the word go. It yeah. ages a hell of a lot fucking quicker. Yep. And because the more CGI progresses, see, the more you notice how bad it was back then. It progresses so fast. What I would say is it's probably quicker and easier to use CGI than it is to use practical effects. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There is certain ones that it works. Well, I think sometimes as well, it's about finding the right balance, isn't it? You take a movie, yeah. and it, you know some people wouldn't like. It's not necessarily a horror film. You take something like Jurassic Park, which yeah. uses a mixture of animatronics and CGI, and I think but that's a movie quite a lot of the time they use the CGI on top of the animatronics, and I think that's the way forward for a lot of horror movies. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. It's about striking that balance, and I think that's a movie where. The balance was struck to such a level that you can watch that film now, what, 20 fucking five years later? And you can go visit the exhibit. And it still looks fantastic. There are very, yeah. very few points in that movie where you look at it and you go, uh, that's not aged well. Well, some of the dialogue sometimes. Well, but you you get my point. However, I haven't said that, you know. Did, again, did you it, get the Goonies reference, by the way, in Jurassic Park? The Goonies reference? Oh my god. I'll talk about it out there. Okay. Um, moving on, um, a quick one. I'm not sure how well this applies to you as well, Nico. Who are some of the content creators who've inspired you? Um, I've got a few podcasters and streamers who were the ones who essentially got me into podcasting and streaming. Um, I first started doing streams on Twitch probably about seven or eight years ago, and I've done it in various different incarnations ever since. Up, right up until my current one, you know, go check it out, twitch.tv forward slash spooky underscore forest. Um, but people like, uh, there was a South African streamer at the time called uh, Krov, which is a weird name, Krov, Z-A, um, who I used, was the very first streamer I ever used to watch. And right up until today, I still watch people doing Twitch streams. Uh, if you haven't heard of a guy called Lemmy, who's a, a very good Scottish comedian, used to have a sketch show on BBC, um, check out his streams. He streams every every monday to friday in the morning so he's incredibly funny uh, but in terms is of that like, the falcon crest guy yeah falcon hoof falcon hoof that's, it. that's falcon fucking hoof. brilliant yeah <laughs> that's limit he streams like, monday to friday half nine to half one on twitch like 
even if you just look up his Falcon Hoof ones, they're fucking hysterical. Like, like genuinely, I remember seeing shows like that on TV. Yeah, but he does like he does sort of tons of great sketches. I think they're all oh, on net- yeah. they're all on Netflix here in the UK anyway. There's only one sketch, is Tina Turner sketches, and on there because they had to cut it for rights, which is a shame because oh. it's a funny one. Um, but in terms of some other sort of podcasts, um, one of the first sort of podcasts I listened to was a wrestling podcast called Wrestling Soup. Uh, and then in terms of horror podcasts, things like the Dead and Lovely podcast, the Straight Chilling podcast, Texas Podcast Massacre, uh, and another UK podcast that's only just recently started up uh, its episodes again, and I'm delighted that it has done, um, Death by Pod, um, which is another UK-based horror podcast. is a great one that people should go check out. Any content creators for you, Nico? Uh, I didn't really listen to that much. Like, I, I got asked to be on podcasts, but I didn't really listen to them until I started being on them. Fair enough. Okay. Um... Like, like I listened to your one. I listened to my mate's one. Well, the one that you did yourself. I listened to my mate's one that had like wrestling on it, and then they all like imploded. Yeah. And there was a girls' one I listened to that was about music, which just went batshit crazy. Like, it went from she used to go on about pretty decent artists and stuff to she just started going on about. The, like six days was the best era for music ever and everything else is wrong yeah and it just went weird so yeah that, that was the ones i used to listen to before i ever did it and it was all folk i knew fair enough um, Hence not names. <laughs> this is kind of along the lines of a question we've asked earlier this is also from pod in the woods uh, many of us are overcoming mental health issues how do you balance the pressures of the show with real life and that's probably one of the most tricky things for us to do again it's the reason why we've you know been struggling to maintain a schedule it's finding that sort of work life podcast balance isn't it because it can be tricky these things are time consuming to 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 do i know we're talking about you know we're not one of those podcasts that sits there for hours and hours on end and there are podcasts that do that and fair play to them as well um but for me it's it's i'm lucky in a way that i i work a job that's night shifts you know i work in a bar and that allows me to have all day to, you know, watch what I need to watch, to edit what I need to edit, to do the social media side of things. But it can make things tricky for us in terms of recording times as well, because you obviously work a day job, you sometimes work evenings yeah. as well. So that that's really tricky, I think, for us to sort of balance sometimes. And that can definitely get on top of you as well. Um, I think, you know, for people, it is important, like, these breaks that we've taken um, for both of us at times have, have been beneficial for both of us. You know, the people yeah. say, you know, they're taking breaks for, for their mental health and things like that. It is important to do that. I also think it's important for people to sometimes take a little break when they're doing well. Um, because, you know, if you're feeling good and you're feeling positive, sometimes it's doing the things that you're always doing that can bring you back down a little bit. And it's sometimes maybe important to take a day or two out when you're really feeling good to go out and enjoy the things again. You know you know what I'm sort of saying? Yeah, I, I get what you mean, but it's... It, as you said, it's hard to do the the balance between it sometimes. But I I do like day shifts, night shifts. I do whatever shifts I need to do because I'm a Sparky. Yeah. And I also DJ as well sometimes, so it, it could be a bit of a messed up schedule I've got. So I feel sorry for you for that one because you got work around me quite often. So no, but that's the thing. Like I I I'm the same as you. Like you know, just because I work in a bar, I do day shifts too. Whether that's you know I do PR in, I do uh, deliveries, and you know, and, and 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 such as well. So you yeah. know, it's 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 tough. It's definitely tough working around a schedule is really really difficult, and that's why you know we've probably sort of stayed away from doing things like live a lot of live shows. 
because sometimes yeah. we just can't guarantee like sometimes it'll be a case of we're planning on recording and we just don't record because i've just not woken up in time for us to record you know yeah. like you know that's simply it sometimes and that's that that's unfortunately just the balance that we have to try and strike which is why we do sometimes try and stay a couple of episodes ahead um which we, we've kind of fallen behind with as well but you know we'll get there yeah it's it's it's, it's one of those things where we'll all sort it out like but it's it's just it can be a bit awkward when we're trying to tie in with each other, put it that way. So if anybody wants to pay us to do this, I'm fine with that. Everyone, you know, if you want to chuck us a quid or two, you can absolutely do so. Go subscribe to us at patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. And, uh, I love can, how you plugged it and I was just joking. And you can subscribe to us there for just one pound. Um, you know, that's fine. I think, you know, and it's one of the reasons as well, maybe why we haven't had as many guests on lately that we've had as well, because, and I, I, that's partly down to me, because I had organised quite a lot of guest spots for the next couple of months, and unfortunately, you know, due to scheduling issues, I, I wasn't able to, like, sort of be available for those guests, so we have missed out a little bit on that as well. Um, who knows? You know, like, and that's the thing, Nico, like, we're, we constantly evolve with the shows. You know, we've had segments come and go, we've had different bits and pieces we've had guests you know we yeah. may we may be at a stage at some point where someone else becomes you know a, a semi sort of regular spot i've not met that person yet but you know, you know what i'm saying like you know it's always about evolving finding out what works best for both of us and uh but me and nico we'll, we'll always be here yeah uh okay last question from the pod in the woods most embarrassing podcast moment well Mine wasn't actually on this one. It was. It was. Uh, yours actually was on this specific episode. Was when you found out that people thought I was funnier than you. No, mine was when <laughs> I let out the most hellacious fart in the world, thinking I'd switched off my mic and I didn't. Oh wow! And it was on a live episode. <laughs> oh, so you can't even edit that shit out? No, wow. literally can't edit that shit out. Exactly. <laughs> wow. I, I genuinely thought I had my mic switched off, and you know how. Well, you think you get your mic switched off, you just let it go. I fucking let it go. You're like, you're in that fucking episode of Frozen, was you? <laughs> like, like, the wind was howling, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, for me, <laughs> um, I remember, again, it wasn't on this podcast, it was on an old podcast, and I had a guest on uh, called John Allure, who um, does his own show called Who, who Killed Teresa, which is essentially a podcast about finding out who actually killed his real-life sister. Um, who was a victim of a, a horrendous murder uh, several years ago. Uh, but he'd come on to me to obviously talk a bit about his show. He had a book out, I think, at the time as well. Um, and we were going to talk about the movie The Collector, um, which um, is a, a slightly smaller budget, but one that's got a little bit of a cult following. But I didn't actually confirm with him which version of The Collector it was. And he'd, re he, he'd researched, <laughs> he'd prepped for... I think it was from the 1950s, doing this movie called The Collector from the 1950s. And it wasn't until we were about 15 minutes into the recording, because we obviously did like a small <laughs> interview section. I did like a small interview section with him at the beginning about what he, he was doing and what his projects were. So it wasn't about 15, 20 minutes into the episode that I actually clicked on that, wait a minute, we're talking about two different fucking movies here. And so it was like, well, what, what the fuck do we, so I had to like, like, what the fuck do I do? Do we carry on? Do we just cut this short? I decided that we just carry on. And we spent oh. the rest of the episode just describing our respective collectors to each other. 
<laughs> and us both at the end going, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> so that was probably the most embarrassing podcast moment for me. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's fucking genius. But you had to be there at the time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that is it. That's all the questions we have to go through. Thank you so much to everyone who sent us in a question. I really appreciate to I can speak, I'm sure I speak for Nico as well when I say we appreciate all the support you guys have given us over the previous 50 episodes, whether that's, you know, listening to us, interacting with us on our social media, subscribing to our Patreon, checking out streams, whatever it may be. Thank you so much for your support. Obviously, you know, we're here, we're going to be here for hopefully a lot longer than another 50, but here is to the next 50, Nico. Cheers. Um, <laughs> as enthusiastic as always as well. Um, I was taking a drink. No, was you? Uh, thank you, but thank <laughs> Up next on the show, we kick off spooky season. It's officially October, bitches, and we're kicking it off by talking about dog soldiers. Nico, I know this is one you are excited to talk about. Yeah, because A, I won the poll, and B, I won the poll. You won the poll. So... Um, also... We have, um, so if there's going to be two listener picks in October as well. This is something that we're going to be good doing more moving forward is having at least one a month listener choice. We'll put polls out across our social medias and I add up all the responses that we've gotten. Our second listener pick for October will be on Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Jesus. So I, was, I, put, I gave people four choices. It's four different movies that were themed around Halloween or take place on Halloween. The choices were Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, it was Terrifier, it was Pet Cemetery, or it was 31. And uh, just by, I think it won by about two votes, Season of the Witch won over Terrifier, so. Ah, uh, see, I would have went for Pet Cemetery. Well, I, I, think, I think you did vote for Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I voted on that one. I voted in that one as well. I voted for Terrifier. So, anyways, uh, but that doesn't mean to say we're not going to cover those other movies moving forward. We're definitely going to be covering Terrifier relatively shortly as well because T2 is going to be coming out later in the month as well. But yeah, so Halloween 3, Season of the Witch is our other listener pick for October. So, we'll be covering that later in the month. But up next is Dog Soldiers. We're both excited to talk about that. Nico, as always, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me on. No problem at all. Thank you to everyone who downloaded and listened to this episode. And just forget on the podcast of the damned. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't.